Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. If you find Spanish grammar confusing, this episode is for you. We're going to look at the difference between reflexive verbs and indirect objects. Now these are very commonly mixed up in Spanish and there's some reasons why. So we're going to go through that in this episode. Of course, we're gonna do that with another amazing salsa song. We're going to look at indirect objects and reflexive verbs in the song Casi Te Video" by Andy Montañez. Entonces vamos a empezar, let's get started. Bienvenidos! Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 183. Welcome to episode 183 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I am super excited to share yet another amazing salsa song to add to your playlist if you haven't heard it already. We're going to be looking at the lyrics of the song Casi Te Video" by Andy Montañez. Now, this song was recorded back in 1988, so it is a classic salsa, but it is a very popular song. If you go out dancing salsa, you will hear the song, and it's just got a really distinct sound. And also, for Spanish learners like us, he speaks very, very clearly. So a lot of songs, maybe the words are mumbled or people are speaking very, very fast, but I think you will enjoy this song because you will be able to really understand what he's saying. So of course, as always, if you want to hear the song, make sure you go to our show notes page 
for this episode, LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 183. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 183 for episode 183 of the podcast. So hopefully you remember that number now. <laughs> so make sure you check it out so you can listen to the song and also look at some of the lyrics. But what I really wanted to highlight in the song is the difference between different verb tenses and the use of indirect objects. So oftentimes in Spanish, there are things that are used in multiple ways, right? Like for example, se, which is just the word se. That can be used in many different ways. And actually, if you're a member of our Spanish Fluency Club, you have access to the class that we did about that because it was a question that came up in our membership. And I actually broke down in that training all of the different ways that say is used so you could differentiate between them. So I'm going to do something similar today in this episode of the podcast because oftentimes we can get reflexive verbs confused with indirect objects and even some other verb conjugations. So I'm going to explain how you can quickly differentiate between them so that you'll know which one is appropriate to use. You know, this can be important because again, if you get confused about what you're actually hearing and why, then you're not going to really understand the context and then you won't know how to use it yourself. So I'm going to give you a few strategies to think through as you're listening to the song. It'll become very obvious <laughs> that as we break things down, that one thing that might look like one thing is not that thing. All right. So <laughs> it's very easy in particular to get reflexive verbs and indirect objects mixed up. And I'll explain why a little bit later in the episode. But first, let's hop into the lyrics of the song so you can understand what it means. So first, let's start with the title. Casi te envidio. That really just means like I'm kind of jealous, kind of jealous of you or I'm almost jealous, right? So we'll get into that a little bit more with the breakdown of the title, but it's also in the course of the song. So that's what it means. I'm kind of jealous of you. So in the first verse, he starts by saying, Me dices que te has vuelto a enamorar. Me dices que te has vuelto a enamorar. And that translates to, you're telling me that you fell in love again. Y yo no te comprendo lo que dices. Y yo no te comprendo lo que dices. And I do not understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's like, I don't get it. Si es que de mí te has olvidado ya. Si es que de mí te has olvidado ya. So if it's that you have already forgotten me or you're over me already. O buscas otras horas más felices. O buscas otras horas más felices. Or you're just looking for happier times. Supongo que es que tienes otro amor. Supongo que es que tienes otro amor. I suppose you already have a new lover or another lover. Y piensas colocarlo en mi lugar. Y piensas colocarlo en mi lugar. And you think that he will take my place. So literally, and you think that you will put him in my place. Creyendo que será mucho mejor. Creyendo que será mucho mejor. Thinking that it will be much better. Que todo lo que yo te he dado ya. Que todo lo que yo te he dado ya. Then 
everything that I have given you or everything that I've already given you. Okay, so that's the first verse. So you get the idea. He's talking to someone. He's saying he's almost jealous, but it's almost tongue in cheek, right? He's like, that Cassie, that almost is like, I'm almost jealous of you because you really think that you've moved on from me. <laughs> so he's kind of being, you know, a little playful with this. Okay, so now let's get to the chorus. Casi te envidio porque a mí también. Casi te envidio porque a mí también. So again, this is the title of the song, Casi Te Envidio. I'm kind of jealous of you because I also, porque a mí también, and then he says, me gustaría tener otra ilusión. Me gustaría tener otra ilusión. So I would also like to have new hope or this idea, right? This uh, illusion, <laughs> or really it's more of like a hope for the future that something is going to change. So basically he's saying like, I'm kind of jealous. I would also like to believe that being with someone else really would kind of make me happy or fill the spot. Because clearly, like most songs, right? We're talking about a relationship that's clearly ended, at least in the mind of one person, okay? So he says, dia tras dia, dia tras dia. And that's a really common phrase you'll hear in Spanish, but it's really just day after day, one day after the other. It's sort of like this thing that is ongoing. Casi te envidio porque a mí también me gustaría cambiar de ilusión. Me gustaría cambiar de ilusión. So we're repeating again. Casi te envidio porque. I'm kind of jealous of you because. A mí también me gustaría cambiar de ilusión. So saying, I would also like to be able to change this feeling that I'm having. So he wants to change his hope for the future, for future relationships, because clearly the person he was with has already moved on. So again, he's expressing this sort of envy or jealousy that he has about this person being able to move on. And then he says, pero yo no puedo. No puedo, no puedo. So he says, but I can't. I can't, I can't. And he says that a couple more times. And then he says, vivir sin tu amor. Vivir sin tu amor. Live without your love. So we're going to stop it there. The song goes on, but I want to get into some of these verb explanations. But yeah, this is a great song again. And at the end, he's saying, you know, I'm almost jealous of you. But the fact of the matter is, I can't live without your love. Like, I can't move on. I don't want to move on. I kind of wish I could be like you, but really, there's no way. That's basically the, the idea of the song, okay? So again, great song to dance to, great voice of the singer, and very, very clear. So let's get into the meaning of some of the words in the song. So I want to start out with the title, Casi Te Envidio. So he's saying, it, if you translate it literally word for word, which you know I often don't recommend, but it's saying almost I am jealous or almost I envy you. So in Spanish, using that word casi before, like in English, we would probably use it in a different place. Like I almost, or I'm almost jealous of you, or I'm kind of jealous. But in Spanish here, it's used in the front, casi de envidio. So almost I envy you. So that can mean almost. It can also be used to mean nearly, or like I said, kind of in this case. So for example, you could say something like, el programa está casi listo. El programa está casi listo. So the program is almost ready. Cuando me saco las vendajes, casi me desmayo. 
Cuando me sacó los vendajes, casi me desmayo. So when they took off my bandages, I almost fainted. So, and that actually, that has happened to me. <laughs> Not when someone took off my bandages, but I saw someone else get their bandages taken off and I did almost faint. In fact, I think I may have, but I don't remember. But anyway, so these are just some other examples of the way you can use the word casi. So it's a very, very common word. You will hear it. If you didn't already know about it before, you're probably going to start to pay more attention to it. But just know that it means almost or nearly. And you might want to try to write out some examples of how you would use this in conversation. So that is my challenge to you. You know, I'm always going to give you an action if you listen to this podcast. So that's your action. If this is a new word for you, casi, C-A-S-I in English, say I-S-A-E. It means almost or nearly. So think of how you might use that word. Okay, so casi te envidio. So he's saying, I'm almost jealous or I'm almost envious. This is from the verb envidiar. So envidio is the yo or I form of envidiar, which means to envy or to be jealous of. So I'm going to break down how we're conjugating this verb because actually the title of the song does have an indirect object pronoun. And indirect object in this case is te. So te is, this is who the action is being performed on. You can get it that way, right? So I'm jealous of you. Okay, so not just I'm jealous. So if he was just to say envidio or yo envidio, he would just be saying I'm jealous. And there'd be an open question, right? There'd be a loop like jealous of what? Jealous of who, right? So that's a good way to know like when an indirect object is needed. If the sentence feels incomplete, like you're missing information, you're like, okay, I know that this is happening, but I need to know like to who or to what. If I don't know to who or to what, it doesn't make sense, right? It's like if I was to say I tell, Like I tell what? I tell a story, I tell you, I tell who, right? So again, so verbs that sort of need that additional information, generally is when you can tell, ah, this is probably going to be the use of an indirect object pronoun. Okay, so again, if I was to just say, yo envidio, I would just be saying, I'm jealous or I'm envious. If I say, no envidio or yo no envidio, I'm saying I'm not jealous. So For example, you could say, yo no envidio a nadie. I'm not jealous of anyone, right? Si tienes confianza, if you have confidence, you can say that. But in this case, again, it's used with te, because te, in this case, is the indirect object pronoun for the subject tu or you in an informal setting. Okay, so te envidio would mean I'm jealous of you or I envy you. Casi te envidio is like, I'm kind of jealous. I'm almost jealous of you. Now, there are other indirect object pronouns. There's also me, which is referring to myself, but it really usually doesn't make sense as an indirect object pronoun. We'll talk about reflexive verbs in a moment, but I wouldn't be jealous of myself, right? That doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so you're not going to hear me envidio. But you might hear le envidio, Le envidio, so that's like I'm jealous of usted, so you in a formal setting. I'm jealous of him or her, okay? So le envidio, or I'm jealous of it. You could be jealous of a situation, a specific thing. As long as it's singular, then you would use le. If it's plural, you would say les envidio, les envidio. So if I'm jealous of them, les envidio a ellos. But I don't need to really say the aejos because when I say les envidio, you understand that I'm talking about them. 
I can also come into a group and say, I'm jealous of all of you. Les envidio a ustedes. <laughs> so that's how that can be used. Again, so plural when you're talking to a group or about another group. And again, nos envidio, nos would be for nosotros or we. Doesn't make a lot of sense. We're jealous of ourselves, right? We, we probably wouldn't say that. But that is another indirect object pronoun. So again, I wanted to explain that because really when you're talking about something that's outside of you, you're really going to be using an indirect object. So te envidio, le envidio, les envidio. All right, so that is an indirect object pronoun. Now, there are some other indirect objects in the song, but probably not as many as you think. <laughs> so really, there's only one other use of just the plain indirect object. And it's in the line when he's saying that I don't understand you. So he says, no te comprendo. And he actually emphasized, yo no te comprendo, like, I don't get it, I don't understand. But you don't need the yo, as you know, so you could just say, no te comprendo, because the comprendo, to comprehend, to understand, is what's conjugated for yo. So you know what I'm saying, I understand. Yo comprendo is I understand, so if I just say comprendo, you know that I'm saying I understand. If I say no comprendo, I'm saying I don't understand. Now if I'm saying I don't understand you, Again, so we're in, including that indirect object, no te comprendo. If I say I don't understand them, no les comprendo. Right? I don't understand her, no le comprendo. So again, that's another use of indirect objects. And you can use this in conversation. I do suggest that this is one where you practice, 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 so that you get used to how it sounds and how it flows because it can be a little bit difficult to get the word order correct in Spanish. Now, what about these other things in the song that sound like indirect objects? So there's actually a line where he says, te has olvidado, when he's asking like, have you forgotten about me, right? Te has olvidado. Now I'm gonna get into why that's not the indirect object and how you can tell that it isn't. Okay, you might be thinking, but you just said te envidio is I envy you. So why is this not an indirect object? So let's get into it a little bit. So first thing is that you need to understand reflexive verbs. Now indirect objects do often get confused with reflexive verbs because they are conjugated very similarly. But the difference between an indirect object and reflexive verb, remember I said that it's weird to be jealous of yourself. Right, that's not a common thing people would say. For reflexive verbs, all reflexive verbs end in se or se. And that's really to indicate oneself. So these are actions that are being performed and acted upon by the person who's talking. So for example, when I brush my hair, I am actively brushing my own hair. When I brush my teeth, I'm brushing my own teeth. It would be weird for me to brush someone else's teeth now I might brush someone else's hair, but it would be weird for me to be brushing someone else's teeth, right? So, peinarse, which is like to comb or to brush, ends in se, it is a reflexive verb, because when I say peinarse, you understand that I am combing my own hair. Just the verb peinar might just mean I'm combing hair in general, so I could be combing someone else's hair, okay? Cepillarse, which is to brush, again, I can be saying, I'm brushing my teeth, cepillarse los dientes, to brush one's teeth. That is a reflexive verb, you can tell because it ends in se. And of course, 
In context, it makes sense. We brush our own teeth. So that's kind of how you know you're done with a reflexive verb. Now, the conjugation for reflexive verbs can sound like indirect objects because they are very similar. So let's go through the conjugation of, let's use the verb olvidarse because that's what's used in the song. Olvidarse means to forget. And this is also a strange one for English speakers because we would just say, I forgot something. But in Spanish, olvidarse is used to mean, this is something that was forgotten to me. I myself have kind of lost track of this. So in English, it, it sounds a little bit strange, but yes, olvidarse is the way you would say, I forgot in Spanish. And you can think of it saying that there's something that is forgotten to me. I myself have forgotten, however you want to, <laughs> however you want to remember, but just know olvidarse just means to forget. I myself forgot something. So to conjugate that, if I wanted to say I forget, I would say me olvido. You forget, te olvidas. He or she or you, usted, in a formal setting forget, se olvida. We forget, nos olvidamos. And they or you all, ustedes forget, is se olvidan. So you can see how this might get confusing, right? You say, oh, te olvidas. That sounds like te envidio. But here's the key. Notice that with reflexive verbs, that me, te, se, nos, that they all agree with the verb, meaning olvidas is conjugated for tu. Te olvidas is you forget. Olvida is conjugated for el, ella, usted. Se olvida means he, she, or you formal, in a formal setting, forget. So again, this is the present tense conjugation. So I'm talking to you and say, okay, te olvidas, okay? Now, or I can say, siempre te olvidas las llaves. You always forget the keys, <laughs> okay? Something like that. Now notice with the indirect objects that the object is actually different than the person performing the verbs. So for example, te envidio, envidio is conjugated for yo. So I, am envious, and that te is of you. Again, like I said, me envidio wouldn't make sense, but that would technically be reflexive, but that's how you can tell the difference, if that makes sense, okay? So te envidio, because the te is not referring to the same thing as the verb. The verb is referring to I, the te is referring to tu. Now I know I'm dealing with an indirect object. If I was to say me olvido, because me and olvido both are conjugated for yo, then I know I'm dealing with a reflexive verb, okay? So that's a quick way to tell the difference between indirect objects and reflexive verbs. So hopefully you found that little tip helpful. For more advanced learners, I do have a couple more tips for you. So if you're a beginner, be happy with that. <laughs> kind of chew on that a bit. Look for some examples of reflexive verbs, maybe look them up, practice writing out some verb conjugations, and also look at some ways that you would use indirect objects. Now, again, if you're a part of our Spanish Fluency Club, go check out the training that we did on indirect objects and indirect objects with direct objects if you're more advanced, and you can begin to get more familiar and comfortable with using some of these in your own conversations. Now, if you're a little bit more advanced, let's go to a couple of these other uses of te in the song. You may have confused for an indirect object or a reflexive verb, and you're trying to figure out which one it is, okay? So in this case, in the song, there's actually two uses of 
one particular type of verb conjugation that is actually a compound tense. Okay, it's a compound tense because there are two verbs that are used in the conjugation. So it may seem like these are indirect objects because again, they're using they, but they're actually just reflexive verbs conjugated in a very particular tense. Now this tense is called, in Espanol, Pretérito Perfecto Compuesto. So again, compuesto because it's a compound tense. And in English, we call it the present perfect. So in English, it would be, I have done something. I have gone to the store. I have eaten my lunch. Things like that. In Spanish, that verb have is haber. And haber is spelled with an H. <laughs> so you can kind of, you know, look at it when you see it, that it kind of looks like have in English, if that helps. However, as you know, in Spanish, the H is not pronounced. It is silent unless the letter C appears before it. So haber is actually spelled H-A-B-E-R. Now, haber is a helper verb to uh, the verb that it is describing. So if I say, I have eaten, yo he comido, then I'm using the verb haber conjugated for yo, which is e. So H-E or pronounced e. Okay, so that is the present perfect. So if you're more advanced, again, you should be familiar with that. Now, in the song, there are actually two examples of reflexive verbs that are conjugated in the present perfect or pretérito perfecto compuesto. So again, they might look like indirect objects, but they're really just reflexive verbs conjugated in the present perfect. And those examples are when he says, te has olvidado, te has olvidado. So again, we're dealing with the verb olvidarse. And again, because haber conjugated for you is as, te has, those agree, right? So we already talked about, if it's an indirect object, it would be something like me as or something like that, right? But te as, I know, ah, this is a reflexive verb because they both agree. So the helper verb haber agrees with the te in the subject. So te has olvidado simply means you have forgotten. You have forgotten. So if we want to look at the present perfect with a reflexive verb, we have me he olvidado, I have forgotten, te has olvidado, you have forgotten, se ha olvidado, he or she has forgotten, or usted, you in a formal setting, have forgotten, nos hemos olvidado, we have forgotten, so for the nosotros, we have nos hemos, and then se han olvidado, Say an olvidado, they have forgotten, or you all, ustedes, have forgotten. So that is the conjugation of the present perfect for a reflexive verb. In this case, we're using olvidarse. And in the song, he said, te has olvidado, which simply meant you have forgotten. So again, not an indirect object because we're talking about the same person. Another example is when he says, te has vuelto a enamorar. Te has vuelto a enamorar. So this is actually the verb volverse, which is an irregular verb. So this te has vuelto is you have returned. So volverse can mean to go back or to become. But really it's saying te has vuelto a enamorar. So you have fallen in love again, or you've just become in love with someone. So this is the verb volverse in 
the present perfect. So we have te has vuelto a enamorar. So you have fallen in love. Okay, so again, if you're more advanced, that is how you tell. Still, the same rule applies. Te has vuelto. So te and as agree. So I know that this is a reflexive verb. Now, there is an example of an indirect object used with the present perfect. And tell me if you can figure out why this is the case. So in the song, he says, Yo te he dado. Yo te he dado. Or simply te he dado. Again, you don't have to use the yo. But again, he's emphasizing I. <laughs> okay? He's making a point. Yo te he dado. And I told you earlier that means I have given you. I have given you. So the te in this case, we can tell is an indirect object because he dado is conjugated for yo. So that haber is e, so conjugated for yo. So if I say he dado, and then I have te he dado, that te does not agree with the e. All right. I know it sounds confusing. Definitely check out the show notes page. So we'll include these examples so you can see it written out. I'm sure that'll make it a lot easier. So again, learn Spanish con salsa.com slash one eight three. But we have yo te he dado. So I have given you. Okay. So he dado is I have given. But like we talked about with indirect objects, that sounds weird. I have given. Okay, I've given what to who? You want to know the answer to that. So I need something else in the sentence to make it complete. So, te he dado is I have given you. So that is one where we actually do have the indirect object used with the present perfect. So that's pretty complex. But again, the way that you can tell is that te, in this case, because a lot of these examples are the tu form or you, does not agree with the verb itself. In this case, the verb is haber, because we're looking at the present perfect, and e is conjugated for yo. So that's how you can tell. So try to keep that in mind, and also don't ever forget the context. The context is important. Think about the verb, think about the action, think about is this a verb that's usually used with indirect objects? And the way to know that is, again, If you're saying something that needs an object, that you need to say to whom, for whom, or for what, then you are going to be more than likely using an indirect object. So verbs like dar, to give, usually you're going to be giving something to someone or something, okay? The verb comprar can be used as with an indirect object as well because to buy, let's say you're buying something for someone else. So that can also be used with an indirect object. So again, we'll include these written out in the show notes so that hopefully it makes a little bit more sense. But I really do hope you found this helpful. Again, grammar can be so confusing, but if you know little rules like this, it can really help you sort out when things are difficult. Now we do, like I mentioned before, go through a lot of this in our Spanish Fluency Club. So if you're interested in that, check out SpanishConSalsa.com slash join there is an option there to sign up for the wait list so that you can be on the list and the first to know when we open doors again. And also our Learn Spanish with Music course. If you like learning Spanish with music, definitely check out our Learn Spanish with Music course. Again, we will include a link in the description of the episode and the show notes, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 183. 
we break down from beginner to intermediate levels how to really master the Spanish language, but using music and not textbooks because it's a lot more fun that way. And also, I think when you hear the song Casi Te Envidio, if you haven't already, you'll agree that it's a very catchy song. It'll probably stick to you and you'll probably be singing along with it before long. So music is a great way and a fun way to learn the Spanish language. So definitely check out a Learn Spanish with Music course if you're not already enrolled. And if you are, go to the next lesson, pick up where you left off. I know a lot of us buy courses and we forget about them. Don't let that be this course. And it shouldn't be because you're adding to your playlist. You're having fun. Hopefully you're singing along. So with that, I hope that something you heard in this episode has taken you one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. <laughs>